We can't hear you, beautiful. You're muted. You got to unmute yourself. We did not hear any of that. <laughs> Let's try it again. Bloopers. Okay. So sorry. I didn't realize my, my camera was still muted. But welcome to our Thursday evening show of Soul Sisters Childhood Trauma Therapy Podcast. I'm your girl, Queen Misha. And I'm Plum Queen. Hey, y'all. <laughs> All right. So, Hey, got some notifications. That's right. Hey, yeah, what's up? Good yeah. evening. Good evening, sister. Yeah, subscribe, hit that bell, hit the notifications. I think on Facebook you get to star us or whatever. Yeah, make sure you tune in so you know when it's yeah. time to do this healing. All right. Yes. All so right. tonight's yeah. episode. Tonight's topic is insecurities and how you can sabotage the things meant for you when you don't have your insecurities in check. And so I have a story. I'm, I'm going to um, share one of my friends' stories. We're not going to use any names, but um, I have Don't a friend. So no Don't tell that story. I have a friend, and basically this friend, um, she's in a poly situation with one of her, uh, with one of her friends and, and their wife and situation. So basically they've been hanging out and stuff a lot. And they have been having a really great relationship. Well, over the weekend, they had a situation where they were kind of triggered and um, they allow insecurities, unnecessary and unneeded um, insecurities come out uh, while hanging out with, with their friend. And so I had to sit down with my friend and talk to her and try to figure out why it was that she felt the need to be insecure in a situation such as Polly, where, um, okay, let's see. Um, let me know if it gets better, okay? So, hopefully the static doesn't last too long. But um, basically, you know, we had to look, and it was because she was dealing with some stuff in her personal life. And so her personal problems that she was going through has started to come out and and um i guess impose on the relationship the healthy relationships that were in her that she has going on in her life and so she was able to sit down and come to that conclusion and actually you know um, come to terms with the reasons why she had been avoiding dealing with the situation and um in the end it was a lot of clarity that she was able to receive from the situation, but, um, you know, she could have messed up her relationship with her friends because of allowing her insecurities to go unchecked and rather than, you know, dealing with them when they first started, you know, suppressing them. And so she acted out when she wasn't supposed to. And so that's my thing is, um, why is it that, when dealing with insecurities, they go so long being unchecked. You know, people can go years being insecure. And that's one of the things, one of the healing processes that people very rarely, especially in the masculine sense, but in women as well. But uh, like women, they want to be confident. So they'll attack their insecurities if they're going to attack something to gain confidence. But men, 
they don't necessarily do that because insecurities in their eyes will make them more feminine or weak, you know? And so how is it that we can get to a place where, um, you know, being or dealing, well, being able to admit that you have insecurities and then being able to work on those becomes more of a normal rather than it being taboo or bad or looked down upon for being insecure, you know, because nine times out of 10, you're not being insecure because you want to be being insecure because there's a root and it's been undealt with, you know? Absolutely. Well, <clears throat> I'm not going to claim to be the queen of insecurities, but insecurities is definitely one of my biggest lessons and I know a lot of people that look at me and be like, oh, Tamara, you're so confident. You put yourself out there. So what do you mean? And all that jazz. Yeah, see, now, nah. See, I'm confident in what I'm confident in. You know what I'm saying? And I have insecurities in certain places, you know what I'm saying, where I'm not. Now, for me, on how I've been dealing with that is, again, like you said, getting to the root. So, you know, getting to my childhood traumas, what was going on then and, you know, uh, why did I feel in um, certain ways? So, you know, my my neglect issues or my abandonment issues, you know, feeling like, you know, I wasn't good enough. You know, if I'm comparing my mom's relationship with her man compared to me. Um, also, being the person who was always, or at least I felt to be made to always do the right thing and then being ridiculed for it. You know what I'm saying? So if I'm not doing the right thing, if I'm not making other people, it's almost like I, my insecurities has made me sort of a kind of a people pleaser. You know what I'm saying? Because I don't want people to think any less of me because I'm supposed to be the nice one. I'm supposed to be the positive one. You know what I mean? So sometimes, you know, I won't say what's truly on my mind as vocal as I am. I won't say certain things that's on my mind out of fear that I'm going to be perceived in a different way. You know what I'm saying? And that goes across the board. It's not even just in my relationship, just period. Like my biggest insecurities now is dealing with my platform, wanting to truly fulfill this purpose, not wanting to do it wrong, not wanting to fuck it up. You know what I'm saying? And I've had to learn how to keep my emotions in check. I'll give you an example where I could have messed something up. Uh, so I've been taking these entrepreneurial training classes. I've told y'all about that. Y'all should definitely look into it. Let me know after, you know, inbox me and I'll give you information. Um, but the the gentleman, my teacher, was trying to tell me something um, about personal credit and, you know, how your personal, you know what I'm saying, finances are. And that I need to, you know, be mindful of that if I really wanted to be serious about being in business. So I got completely I, I got completely insecure when he said that because of my situation on disability, you know, doing all that I can with all of my resources, doing this by myself. So what he was just telling me was like, listen, if you're going to come out here and get these grants, just understand these people are not just going to give you no bread. They're going to want to know and see what you got going on to make sure you do what you're supposed to do with the money that they're giving you. What I heard. You know what I'm saying? Is that if your finances ain't on point, we ain't giving you shit. <laughs> That's what I heard. You know what I'm saying? That's what my insecurities was telling me, that what you've been doing is in vain. Because your finances isn't on point, ain't nobody about to give you a damn thing, no matter how nice you are, I don't care what your purpose is, how you're trying to help people, your shit ain't together. 
so they ain't about to give you shit. That's what I heard. And it brought me to tears. Now, I didn't, now I'm not extra. I ain't about to curse nobody out or, you know, completely sabotage my situation. You know what I'm saying? But I did come to tears and he was explaining to me, like, listen, I'm not trying to hurt your feelings. None of that. I'm just telling you what it is. And I'm just glad that, again, I don't completely just go off the rails. But I, I know my insecurities, you know, because of what I have going on, it's fearful. You know what I'm saying? To hear stuff like that, to take that rejection, you know, because that's what it feels like. It feels like I was being rejected. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying so hard to do this. And why is this always a roadblock kind of thing? So I've had to learn to keep my emotions down. So now I'm looking for the person who going to give it to me blunt. I seek out that person now to give it to me straight because I need to know because that's the type business is a cutthroat situation. Now I need to get a certain place for me to change it. I want to change how business runs. I ain't going to lie. I don't like that. You have to be, you be mean and disrespectful and you know what I'm saying? And all that just to make sure that people respect you enough to handle business. Right. I don't agree with that, but I got to get to the money first for me to change those things. You see what I'm saying? I can't, me, little old me by myself, that's not going to change nothing. But once I'm up there, then I can make some changes. So I'm trying to build up that armor. So that is an example of how, yeah, your, yeah, your volume is not, I can't hear you. But that is my example of how my insecurities, you know what I'm saying, potentially could sabotage, or I want to say sabotage. For my, there you go. You got me? Gotcha. Okay. All right. Yeah, we're going to be uh, sound engineers, visual engineers by the end of this. (laughs) That's what's up. Work in progress. Work in progress. Again, see how we're not going to let our insecurities mess this up? Mm -hmm. We're winging this right now, but we're going to come out and get this healing regardless with a smile. You see what I'm saying? You're going to work it all out. But yeah, back to the, the task at hand. Yeah, our insecurities, how we think of ourselves, you know what I'm saying? We can project that on the outside. And remember, everything starts with a thought. Mm-hmm. So you create your life with your thoughts. So if you are going off of your insecurities and fear, that's exactly what you're going to get. Mm-hmm. You that much longer to get what you're supposed to get mm-hmm. when you do that. Insecure, insecurities doesn't always have to be physical either. Insecurities can come from being from physical. I mean, from financial. It can come from not knowing who you are. Uh, it can come from, you know, family traumas. You know, a lot of people who don't know their parents or wasn't raised with their parents get insecure about who they are and their genetics, their de- you know, their lineage. Um, and so there's a lot of different things that can stir up insecurities. So when you're dealing with insecurities, don't think of it as what the world's taught us is insecurities. You know, as far as not looking a certain type of way on the physical, because insecurities run on every level, you know. Um, And so, yeah. I I think the biggest ones is the value, because looks is one thing, but it all boils down to what we how we value ourselves. Mm -hmm. See what I'm saying? When you don't see value in who you are, the way you are, that's when that becomes a problem. And of course, society has a lot to do with that because Mm -hmm. of all of expectations you know that they put on us and whatnot and we feed into it we have to hold us hold ourselves accountable we feed into those things mm-hmm. so we have to do better yeah because yeah. i mean 
Look, everywhere you look right now, especially living in Atlanta, big booties is it, you know? So, like, me, I understand how you come down here with a little booty, and if you ain't securing who you are, you're going to be walking out the doctor's office on your belly rolled out in a heartbeat. Like, <laughs> you, now, think, now, think of how uh, I, me as a big girl feel about you, B. See how you feel about the big booty? <laughs> I feel about your body, period. I wish I could be like you and look like that. <laughs> okay. Well, I think that um, my conclusion with that is that food is supposed to be an experience that I get to really enjoy this life. So I feel like spirits okay. just kind of gave me the vessel that would be able to handle me kind of being reckless at times, okay. getting to eat what I want because I really enjoy I'll, food. <laughs> I will not be envious of your path and all of your gifts from the ancestors. You go on and do your thing and enjoy that. That ain't my gift. They, they didn't do that for me. <laughs> okay, I even look at the wrong thing. It's a problem. So, yeah. But yeah, I'm hey. it's so funny with that though. Again, insecurities. Like we, it's almost. So I saw something earlier was saying how everybody wants what other people have. Mm -hmm. I did a show um, with a sister. What I, we have to have her on there because you weren't there for that episode. Uh, my sister, my friend Akila from, Flor from yeah, Florida. Her and I had did a um, did a show back um, a little while back, talking about those differences because mm -hmm. she's small like you. Now she got that donk though. I was young saying she yeah. got she got four kids too. She got four kids too. See, and so I feel like my uterus being taken cheated me out of my thickness. Cause I, you're right. My mom, she was skinny like me, but after that second, third child, up a donkey don't still is just that. You I know, so I, I <laughs> well, she got a donk, she got about four kids, you know what I'm saying, or whatever. But her whole life she's been just as small as you, and yeah. she didn't like it. So where I'm sitting here on, you know, as butt girls always talk about, yeah. I mean, we done had this conversation. You talk about how pulling on your skin and whatnot. Talk about this is fat. Yo, it makes me laugh every time women do that. But that's their reality for them because their bodies are, you guys' bodies are small. That is too much weight, you know, for you. And just like we want to be your, some of us want to be your size. There's a lot of you that want to be bigger. There's a right. lot of being skinny there's a lot of you have been bullied for your size i was gonna say i was bullied all day in elementary school for being skinny and like a stick you know so it's See? like that's definitely one of the things that motivated me into getting into bodybuilding and putting on weight was just because i got tired of being bullied and from bullied for my size like i had grown women as an adult i worked in the paper factory and had like 50 year old women bullying me saying i was on drugs and i was like 150 at the time and i had to stand on the scale and the scale said like 153, 155. And they were like, oh, that scale's broken. And like, we're literally like 20 years old getting bullied by women 30 years plus. And, and you know why? Because they were jealous of you. Right. Because in their minds, they want the body that you just so frivolously have. <laughs> I know that sounds absurd, but I promise you that's the thought process. Because again, we allow the society and what, what what we think look good because in their they want to be you. They can't yeah. be so let me let me you know what I'm saying let me throw daggers at you for being who you are because mm -hmm. I can't be that. And this is how your insecurities can sabotage what's for you because you very well could have been a good friend of them. You very well could have been somebody that was supposed to be important in their life, but because of the way that they treated you, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying they now don't have the opportunity. You know what I'm saying to um to enjoy that you know what i'm saying or whatever that you know whatever that relationship you know could have came out to be mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying so 
yeah, we really have to, I feel like we all have to have this, you know, we, we always think of selfishness. It's, it's kind of that way. Understand that just like you want things, other people want things. So we have to stop really trying to be what the other person is and just be right. everybody is who they are for a reason. I I was I'm a big girl for a reason. I'ma keep it real. I, I done thought about it a million times and promise you, me being a big girl made me a modest woman. I don't get me wrong, I can get all wild and outside when I want to, you know what I'm saying, all that jazz. But for the most part, I'm like my mom. She's a very modest woman. You know what I'm saying? Shh. I'd had more sexual. Yeah, I was gonna say mom. yes, a curse, because yeah, I'd be wanting to have my body out. I'm like, I'm sorry, but I, I see, I, I could I could never do that. Another thing, you know, I was all like I said, I was always <laughs> that girl. Well, I not like in the uh, like not where my titties and stuff is hanging out, but you know, what like, you my, mean, shorts, I wish. my legs kind of go no, for days. I'm so I don't from Africa. No I wish I could let my titties hang, girl. I, I wish I could let my titties hang and just I wish. wish I had she said, oh, "I can dig it." <laughs> see, see how we how we wish. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You see what I mean? <laughs> if my joints were smaller, I could probably rock so it. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm right, it's just. Pros and cons. I don't know. I do what you do. I can do what I do because I personally yeah. feel like that's what make parts of what makes me who I am. One of the reasons why I don't have men issues. You see what I'm saying? Because I was always the sister, so I attracted a different energy from men because I didn't look like that girl because I wasn't small and had a fat ass and thin waist and all that jazz. They didn't lust after me, but they respected me. Mm -hmm. So I got a different perspective on men because I didn't, because they were, they didn't like me like that. And I feel like being a big girl, being a natural, all of those things, you know what I'm saying? Aided into that. Because mm -hmm. that's another, that was another thing back in the days. Your hair need to be permed. Yeah. The natural thing is, is new. That, that's, that's a new phenomenon. Yeah. When I was in junior high school and high school. I yeah, that you cream crack on your head all the time. Yeah. You needed that doobie. Yeah, you yeah, and I just and that wasn't me. I wasn't that girl. I was the bro, fat girl, you know what I'm saying? Oh my gosh, you'd be so proud of Skylar because you know, dealing with insecurities and being a mom, talking about childhood traumas. My daughter, I had to cut all her hair off when she was like in kindergarten, first grade, because she had accidentally put relaxer in her hair. And then my mom just kept putting relaxers in her hair. So her hair was like terrible, really. And she had a very beautiful grade of hair when she was growing up. I mean, as a baby. And so we shaved it all off in the last two years. She's been keeping it braided and stuff. And so I called her today and her hair was like down here past her little nose. And she's like, look, she was up there trying to learn how to braid it herself with hair. She's trying to, I was like, okay then girl, go ahead. And I was like, aren't you glad we went ahead and cut your hair, you know, when you were young so you could have it healthy now entering high school? And she's like, yeah. I'm like, yeah. I, I got a story for that too. I cut my hair in 2019. Uh -huh. That that was the insecurity of mine because mm -hmm. my hair was the one thing that everybody found attractive. Mm -hmm. Even boys. You got the nice great hair. You know what I'm saying? So that was the one attractive thing about me. So growing up, I felt like I had I couldn't wear short hair. If my hair was short, I would look like a boy and I would be unattractive. So I never wanted to cut my hair. Mm -hmm. But then I lost my arm. I had locks then. You know what I mean? And I hadn't been taking care of them, you know what I'm saying, the months prior to that. I really wasn't taking care of myself at all. I was just working and hustling 
you know, at the time, you know, trying to get on my feet. So I just felt like it was a rebirth, so I needed to cut it off. I hated it. Yeah. Now, this is that now. Now, let me get time. All right, this is when I lost my arm. Hated it. I, I, I've got to find a picture. Matter of fact, I've shown that picture with my bandage. I felt like I looked like somebody's old ass fat auntie. Mm. I did not. That's how I felt. I did not like it. I put braids right into right in immediately after that. But then in 2019, I had went through what I like to call a, uh, my DNA explosion. Mm-hmm. So went through this new rebirth situation and to be quite honest it would at the time it was just one arm friendly to cut that shit off like i'm trying to keep this up and it's just too much so fuck it <laughs> <laughs> so i cut it in the first two times didn't like the haircuts at all they made me look like a dude one of these guy, one guy gave me this i might as well have been sergeant plump queen he gave me the mean crew mohawkish kind of yeah it was terrible but i made the best of it i used to wear my little cat ears i did whatever i could to make myself feel feminine and to look feminine and and whatnot but i got over that after a while i cut it three more times after that you know what i'm saying and just realized that like um what's the name says i am not my hair you are not any of these things i'm not my arm i'm not my hair none of this stuff this is just a vessel yeah this is just a vessel that doesn't make you who you are that doesn't make you beautiful it doesn't make you don't get me wrong it can be attractive but if you're attractive it don't matter if you're bald you know what i'm saying or you got you know what i'm saying hair down to your toes right and you the right person yeah they're gonna find to the right person on your best day your worst day absolutely like my king in this light he's a cliche man he like women with hair he like to pull on it you know what i'm saying he feels like short haircuts are for men that that's a man thing you know what i'm saying kind of thing but if i cut my he he was sure rubbing on my bald head i wasn't all the way bald but he's sure rubbing on it you know what I'm saying? While it was short, you know what I mean? He wasn't about to leave me or definitely stop fucking me because my hair was short. And mm-hmm. I had to get come to that realization because in my mind, I thought I was insecure a little bit. And it didn't stop me from doing it, but I was definitely thinking about how he was going to feel about it. Mm-hmm. He loves me. Real love, you know what I'm saying? He loves me for who I am. Not all this other stuff. Don't get me wrong. I'm sure he prefers me with hair. But that that doesn't change how he feels. Right, exactly, because he realizes it's still you. Absolutely. So, yeah, I, I've done my due diligence to keep my insecurities at bay so I don't ruin my relationship. Right, because, because ways that you can go ruining your relationship is like when you go imposing your fears and limitations on your partner. Absolutely. And start trying to control what they can and can't do based off of, how comfortable you are with the environment they'll be in. Because when I was married, I had it to where my ex-husband, I didn't go to the gym the entire three years I was with him. And I I love the gym. Didn't go to the gym, didn't didn't have certain jobs, no jobs where it was too much masculine energy, you know? Like he wasn't even excited about me starting work at the hospitals because I'd be working with doctors, you know? And so like that put a lot of, like I turned down a two day fashion show walking for six designers in Cincinnati because he was insecure with me going and the thought of having a model girlfriend. And so I blew that opportunity for myself. And so, you know, it's not only your life that you can affect when you 
are insecure. But if you're in a relationship, more than likely, if you're insecure, your partner is miserable because you're imposing those and reflecting those and projecting those insecurities onto them every day. You know, they, they, they're 20 minutes late for work because of traffic and you blowing them up as soon as they're a minute late to the house, you know, accusing them of stuff and stressing them out. And they've been at work stressed out all day, you know, and they trying to stick around because they love you. But in reality, if they was to leave for their peace of mind, they wouldn't be wrong. On the most basic level, we are human. We have human needs. We are social species. That's hardwired survival to be community. Insecurity is fear for being different and therefore outcast of or left to die alone. So yes, our insecurity causes us to manipulate others to gain the safety and connections that we need. Absolutely. Ashley, you see it all the time. You'll yeah. see women lie to men and say they're pregnant mm -hmm. just to keep that man around, you know, because they know if they lose that man, they're losing their stability, their resources, you know, that, that safety that they have, even if they yeah. don't make that man feel safe, you know, they don't care about yeah. that. Just about that survival mode. It's about being stuck in survival mode and not being able to to move forward and release the things that are causing you to have that, you know, comfort or. Yeah, that's why I say love is a service. Mm -hmm. that's why I have my thought processes on marriage and, and all of that stuff. You cannot make and force anyone, you know what I'm saying, to love and be with you. And it's not fair, you know what I'm saying, to just use somebody for your own security. Your own energy gain. Yeah, that's 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 not fair. That's not love, and that is nothing that God would put together. Especially if you're not willing to give that energy back to them. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like it, relationships are just not you know unless you want to be a slave. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Unless you want, if you if that's what that contract is really about. If you want some business taken care of, if, if that if that's how that works. Cool, you have a right to do that. But don't expect loyalty and unconditional love. You know what I'm saying? And positive energy exchange. You know what I'm saying? Like that is done naturally. You cannot force that. You can, you know, you cannot force that on nobody. I, I don't care what TV show or movie you watch. As a matter of fact, it's gonna segue into my little example. That example, how you try to force somebody to love you and how that kind of make that throws them off that actually makes them want to go farther away from you because mm. you're trying to force that situation. When it comes down to love and connection, that has to be natural. Mm -hmm. so think about when you was a kid and you were in your friendships. That happened naturally. You know what right. I'm saying? For the most part, you was in the schoolyard, whatever it was, first day of school. We yeah, in the same homeroom. Yeah, it wasn't. We're freshmen, so we got to be friends. Right. You know, kind of thing. Nah, you gravitated to who you gravitated to. And those more than likely, you know, the ones who you got 20 plus years with. Mm. Because it was natural. You didn't force the situation. That mm. goes with all things. So again, if you're getting married, I don't knock nobody hustle. I don't knock nobody do, do what you do. So if it's plausible for you financially, all that good stuff, stability, if that's what you need marriage for, fine. Just don't expect, like I said. Right, to be emotionally. Loyal, emotional, yeah, you can't expect that because that's not what you signed up for. What right. you signed up for is stability. 
financial financial and financial stability. That's not emotional stability. Not emotional stability. Mental stability. Yeah. That's, That's why you have a lot of these women in these big mansions and they're miserable because their husbands, even if they're not abusing them, their husbands can just simply work a lot. And they thought it'd be okay to be home two months out the year, or I mean two months at a time by themselves and stuff. But then they realize real fast it's not, but they got, a, they got everything they need, you yeah, know? But you're not fulfilled. Right. Money and all of that stuff, that, that helps you, again, it keeps you stable in a country you know, or in a world where you have to be stable in some form or fashion. That's mm -hmm. all that gives you. It doesn't give you, you know what I'm saying, internal fulfillment. Mm -hmm. That isn't why you were born. That's not your purpose. Right. So that's why things are missing. This is why you have millionaires and quadrillionaires and celebrities who be killing themselves. Facts. They got everything that we out, most of y'all out here try to get and be like, and they offend themselves. Mm -hmm. So you really got to reevaluate, you know, reevaluate that. So I'm going to give you guys an extreme example <laughs> of how your insecurities can sabotage, you know, can almost, almost kill you. So I don't know if anyone has seen this, but this came out the year I lost my accident. It's called the 4400. It is my um, noble opinion that they talk about the 144,000. They just needed to, you know, switch up, take some numbers off and mm -hmm. know how they do. All right. So long story short, this is pretty much about a, um, 4,400 people that was taken from the future, from the past, given powers and brought um, from in the future and brought back to the past. And their whole point of doing that is to stop some type of tragedy. You already know how this goes. They fuck up, they've been fucking up, you know what I'm saying? Messing things up. So they try to go back in time and fix their mistakes and all that jazz. All right. Well, these people that came back with powers, it's these powers are different. So this particular person had a power where they force you to deal with un undealt with emotional issues. So if this person is around you. They pretty much bring to life your subconscious to you. So I'll give you an example. One of the ladies had an issue with a boyfriend in college. She's clearly 20, it's been 10, 15, almost 20 years since she's been in college. But she was get at, in college her freshman year, met her, met, met her man. They was going to get married, have children, and he cheated on her. Okay? Mm -hmm. She never got over that. So you're talking 15, 20 years, she's carrying subconsciously and deeply in her emotions this disdain and, you know what I'm saying, holding on to a heartache from this um, from this relationship. And matter of fact, this is the lady I'm talking about right here. Okay? So what happened was this particular guy just popped up, almost like a ghost pop up. Only she can see and hear him. And they're literally having these conversations and it was forcing her to deal with the fact that she was still upset with him all the way up until this day for cheating on her. It, it, um, she pretty much could not, she has never been in a positive or a healthy relationship since because she is too afraid to give herself freely anymore. So men will come into her life. They'll love her. They're really nice guys, but she's always had this wall. Once it gets to that certain spot, she sabotages it. Because she is fearful that she's going to give her all like she did when she was a young and naive girl. She doesn't want to feel that pain again. 
So the best way to do that is to keep everybody at bay. Men do this naturally. Y'all get your heart broke once. That's a wrap. As a done done deal, you know what I'm saying? And y'all have this, you know what I'm saying, like this wall forever kind of thing. Mm -hmm. uh, another example, there was now the here's the, the extreme part of it. She was a, a great case because she actually dealt with her issues. She realized that this was one of the powers of the 4400, and she knew that she had to deal with the shit. It wasn't nothing she could do about it. So she dealt with it and got over it. So she was good. Well, there were other people that this guy was trying to do that for as well. So he did all of that. But these particular people did not want to deal with their issues. And they died. Because the thing is, is you have to deal with your issues. And the more you avoid them, the worse it gets. Now, this was a, like I said, an extreme metaphorical, you know what I'm saying, example of that. But that's exactly what happens in real life. Mm-hmm time this is when you think about why everything just keeps on happening to me why I keep me any certain type of people why does this just seems like again no matter how hard I try it because you are missing the lesson you are choosing not to deal with what is mm -hmm. so now what I say is the ancestors or the universe is making that lesson harder mm -hmm. you can't the point is you cannot avoid learning the lesson Right, rather it be this life, next and life, not I do the work. Right, and that's the point. When you don't do the work, I, I, let me give it to you biblically. My mama says this all the time. God also said in the Bible, "Those who know and and don't do will get beat with many stripes." So when you know to do better and you don't do better, there are consequences to that. Mm -hmm. You can't pray that away. Y'all was saying it don't go away. You're it doesn't gonna... go away. It shows up and continues to show up. And it up gets worse and worse life. until and it you gets get worse. It gets worse. Kind of like in abusive relationships. It's a perfect example. It starts, it always starts up like niggas don't be coming out the rip beating ass. Okay. <laughs> they don't. I, I know that I'm, I'm being not funny. You're right, it's though. not funny, but it's the truth. They don't come off like that. It starts small. The red flags that you, that you ignore. You know what I'm saying? You think it's cool, but it can end up in your death. I'm calling you first, bitch that one time and you right. he hired off. The disrespect. Yeah. The first time he slapped you and say, Oh, I'm sorry, you know mm -hmm. that nah, that was your that was your cue right there the very first time. Right. Exactly. But I know he's a good person and you know he 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 just he got problems and all the excuses that you make when your ancestors is giving you the information that you need. They're mm -hmm. telling you what it is and you're choosing not to do it. Mm -hmm. If you don't commit to life, you commit to death. Oh, say I'm going to quote you, Megan, on that, mm -hmm. that part. If you don't commit to life, you will commit to death. That is a whole fact. Yeah. And you get that duality, but you, I mean, you can be balanced, but you got to be walking either in your, every day you either in your higher form or your lower form. That's a Doing fact. Blank period. I mean, you can be balanced sometimes, but more than likely, most of the time you on one of those, and you closer every to one end than the other, you know? And that's a fact. That's why people be like, I'm about to go on demon time. 
You know, like now demon time is popular. It's popular to go get fucked up and do whatever people do when they fucked up with their friends, you know, and just go be healings and, and sexual demons and, you know, drug addicts. And like, that's demon time and that's fun time for the society, you know? And mm -hmm. so like every day you wake up, like if you if you go out with your friends and you drink and technically you're in demon time because you're not putting anything of life into your body. You're killing your vessel while you're out hanging out with your friends. In reality, you know, that's just science. Like it don't matter how positive the environment is, you're still poisoning your vessel, you know? So you're not in angel mode if you're killing yourself, you know? But we don't look at it that way. And we need to honestly start looking at ourselves in that light. We look at good and evil, you know, God and the devil, you know, from a religious perspective and not understanding that, that that's an energy. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? What you call Jesus or whatever, all that is, is just walking in your higher self. What mm -hmm. you call the devil or Satan or whatever, that's you walking in your lower self. Mm -hmm. That's really what that is. Exactly. Yeah, you know, you know, you make choices again, the choices that you make. And a lot of times when you make choices and your insecurities, as you call it, it puts you on demon time. Yeah. Because you're thinking nothing about nothing but about the how this can go wrong. All and negative thoughts. Things. Yeah, that's gonna this is gonna turn out to be instead yeah. of being positive, so you can manifest that. Mm -hmm. You manifest your life. I know a lot of people don't feel that way. Like, I, I don't have myself in this position. Like, my job, they are assholes because they're assholes. You know what I'm saying? That's not what you don't understand is your experience in that environment will change when your thought process changes. Right. And if your thought process changes and it still don't change, then maybe you just need to leave the environment. You need to leave the environment. You know, That's a clear sign. I'm the job in the heart I'm sorry, but I'm exactly. the world's worst for using references because as soon as it gets stressful, I'm out and I don't, and if, if it's that bad, like the one job, they will go do things like buy the entire office coffee itself for me, but I'm the hardest worker and I'm up here, the nicest one, but just to be mean. So do you get a two weeks notice or am I just going to wake up one day and just get sick and tired of being sick and tired dealing with y'all crap? I'm not going to, you don't deserve that energy from me. You know, I'm not typing up no letter for y'all. <laughs> like y'all be making me miserable, you know, but what I'm not going to do is is keep waking up miserable and going into a job to allow y'all to continue to make me miserable despite my best efforts of trying to be positive if i know that that is y'all sole mission and me speaking my truth can't fix that environment then i will remove myself that's how that's supposed to go and, and that's exactly how that is supposed to work mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying and discernment and understanding yourself and who you are actually having valuing yourself you know what I'm saying? Will bring you to that conclusion. You value yourself. You mm. know that how your what your energy is worth, and you're not about to let nobody fuck with that. So and you know, for no bread and not for no job. A mm -hmm. lot of people don't think that way because of insecurities. Because mm. that security of that job, and I get it. I'm not trying to knock nobody because I get it. The way our society is set up, that's how it is. I don't care what happens in your life. That rent is always due. That light bill is always due. That water bill is always due. You know what I'm saying? Food is always needed. And that's how we got it set up. But when you truly value yourself, and you know what I'm saying? And this is why I say getting tapped into spirit, because this has been my biggest lesson. Understanding that you are where you are supposed to be at all times. And exactly. And always provide. I'm always, there's always provisions. 
Mm-hmm. And that's why I've had to work on my insecurities where that is concerned. I cannot sabotage myself as far as at least with my ancestors, not with other people, with them. I don't need them thinking that I'm being disrespectful and mm-hmm. not grateful, you know right. what I'm saying, for what they have given me thus far. Mm-hmm. And that's what I'm trying to work on because, yeah, I don't need them to not to stop. I keep keep right. Going. I'm going to just be patient and just let it flow the way y'all want it to flow. Because I really sit there and think about it. I, I can't complain about nothing. Everything that I need, I am, it's provided for. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter what it is. Now, again, success mm-hmm. and needs differ depending on, you know, who the person is. But for my life and what I got going on, provisions are always made. Under any circumstance, it could be the 11th hour. It could be 1159. 12 o'clock. Girl, there's a will, there's a will. Right there. It's right there for me, right at 12. What what Christian said. The Lord don't come when you want, but it always on. Yo, listen, you guys. I was up here getting stressed out about my financial situations. Not she said, yes, powerlessness is the illusion of not having a choice. So the hill from that is remembering that our power is choice. And you know what? That's that leads to what I was about to say. I was over here struggling, you guys, like these last few weeks. I, mama ain't been bringing no bacon in at all. And I'm not used to that like at all. Like, so I was over here the last few days and my breaking point, like, look, I don't feel like a lady because I don't feel like I'm taking care of myself. I didn't have to ask for money one too many times in the last few weeks and I don't like it about it anymore, you know? And so yesterday I was like, you know what? I realized it was my pride. My pride was the reason why, because I have been a business owner for the last three years, you know? And so for me, it's like, I don't want to go to nobody's shop and be like, excuse me, are you hiring? Do you have an application? And this is to the point where it's like, it don't matter what job it is, you need a job. If it's gotta be McDonald's, girl, it's gotta be McDonald's, you know? But at the same time, I knew what my soul was not gonna tolerate. Peace and love, Felicia. Yeah, Miss you, sister. Yes. So, but for me, it was like, um, what was they? Sorry, I lost some train of thought. Like in Sorry. Because, you know, it's okay. But basically, you know, um, it was one of those things where, first off, yes, everything that's been happening in my life is has been aligning me. Like, stars is the one thing comes into alignment, then another thing, and then it still feels out of whack, but then another thing comes into alignment. It's just been taking a little bit of time. You know, but um, yesterday I made the decision, you know, my pride is the reason why I haven't went and applied for someone's job. And in reality, that's got to go. I no longer have time to cater that. <laughs> like reality is I had I had an amazing business. I felt and I got a lot of lessons. So next time I have a phenomenal business, point blank period. You know, so like I had to realize that did I think I was better than those people at the other jobs? Is that why I didn't want to do it? Like straight up, but then I had to think how am I better than them and they the ones with paychecks right now. I'm over here asking for money, you know? Like, so like when I said I had to kick myself off a high high horse and then you know what? Had all that happen today, woke up, random friend contacted me after like four years. And basically within two hours, I had a job 
making really great money. I start tomorrow and it will all be okay. And my boss is a beautiful soul who's like, I can already tell like a mama energy. She's like, honey, I, I like, she heard my situation is like, you'll have your daughter, you have your home and you know, your situation figured out by October. So like, I'll have a phlebotomy job. I'll be back medical field a little bit which will help me kind of with getting clients don't tell the medical field but i'm about to infiltrate like a bug you know speaking of which since you said that yeah oh look so yes so we will definitely do that i'd love to do that for you felicia oh so yeah you know it's uh it's definitely been working out and stuff but it's like you know sometimes like you said it's at 11:59. You know, when, you know, you didn't push off your car payment one too many weeks and you just know they ain't about to take that excuse no more. You like some guy gives spirit like, but what, 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 why it gives is because you keep that faith, you know, because like, that's really what it's been. I could have went and got any job over these last few weeks, but then I would have just been doing it out of fear, you know? It wouldn't have been something that spirit brought to me. It would have been me forcing myself in the position where then I probably would have been miserable dealing with crap, you know, miserable people. Or, you know, I would have been in that energy compatible mode trying to protect my energy my entire shift. So this job, I'm just driving in the car delivering specimens, you know, which is a full circle because like my first mm -hmm. place is like at my first, it's the company that I had my first x-ray job at. <laughs> so, you know. If I can in 48 hours get a situation like that, I would get back. I might get back into the, the workforce too. I'm not, yeah. I'm not, and it took you 48 hours, you know what I'm saying, to manage that. So that's coming to the point with understanding, you know what I mean? And that's very dope of you to be accountable to thinking of your mindset on why you wasn't getting a job. Because most people just like, it is what it is, but not. Nah, you looked inside like maybe I would thought I was a little bit better than everybody. Yeah, I did, yeah. I know what I was saying and whatnot. So my ancestors had to break me down a peg because don't get me wrong. You special, star seed, all that good stuff. Don't you know what I'm saying? You don't never not know who the fuck you are. Right, exactly. You know but just understand that everybody is who the fuck they are too. Right, you know exactly. And just like you got leaders, you got worker bees. That's right. not a bad thing. Everybody well, plays their role and we have to understand it and not thinking that this status is higher than that status. And you know what I'm and saying? Not only that, it wasn't even necessarily that. It's like everyone has their phases. You know, yeah. like one of my friends was saying, Misha, it's okay. I went from making seven figures to being in my mom's house, living on her roof, you know it goes that fast so it's just that there's phases to it you know so you don't know who you what your what jobs your co-worker next to you at burger king could have had in the past you know and they just down on their luck or didn't want to go back to their work field or something you know so that's what it's more so about is realizing oh, yeah. that you can be there to meet people what yeah you being in this space so you can meet the right person well i'm happy i'm being my car hey but here's another thing you, again even with that even when you you're gonna you're gonna talk to somebody you gotta drop that that stuff off you gotta sign papers and mm. i'm sure you gotta go through security and you know all that you just never know you could be walking by just a scenario come to my head you could be walking by going through security whatever but the security guard is on tiktok and he done saw you celestial reiki you know what i'm saying doing your thing you know what i'm saying whatnot and be like ain't you yeah you know what i'm saying 
Here's my link tree. <laughs> like you, you just you you just never know. You know what You're I mean? Absolutely and, right. In that space of yeah, you you just never know. So that's why just having gratitude and understanding you are where you're supposed to be and, and gratitude and that you it it it's just so much better on your piece because at the end of the day you can't predict the future. Yeah, you, you can only walk towards it. I was so just talking about my brother with this. I'm sorry, I'm listening. I know you good. Well, I would just say, because we're going to wrap it up tonight, we're going we gonna to try to get y'all on out here in the hour. You know, we've taken up all y'all eating <laughs> with this healing and whatnot. Nope, just FYI, it won't be in the evenings anymore, ladies and gents. It'll be Tuesdays and Thursdays mornings because my new job. So, therefore, I'll be busy in the evenings now. So, we're going to do both Tuesdays and Thursdays at 9 a.m. I'm sorry. I know you're good. I'm gonna repeat that at the end before we, you know, before we wrap up. Um, but yeah, so so we can't wrap up. Listen, your insecurities are yours. Mm. They're your thoughts. It's not what's actually going honestly going on or right. what you think is how you feel about yourself. So this is in yourself, your self sabotage when you mm. don't believe in yourself. I got. I was watching this other movie, but I ain't gonna get into it because that's probably gonna drag on. But Anything, the things that I watch now are always some type of message. You know yes, and, basically. And I will mention this one. I say it all the time. The Avatar, not the blue one this time. The cartoon, the, the animated joint that turned into a movie type mm -hmm. situation. That's a perfect example of that. The boy, he was trying to run from his destiny. He was afraid of being alone and not being like everybody else, being able to have a family, being able, you know what I'm saying, have a wife and kids and all that stuff. Because his role in this on this planet was much bigger than that. He needed to be um, responsible for everybody, not mm -hmm. just a wife and some kids. Mm -hmm. his, his purpose was for everyone. And to be quite honest, when you got family and kids and all that, your you know your immediate family is your main focus. Right. Exactly. That some people don't have children, not because you know what I'm saying they're less of a woman, not because right. they, don't, they don't have the focus for it or the time. Right, that's not their purpose to do that because you know we're all their children in a form of a fashion kind of thing. Mm. So he tried to run from it, and no matter what he did, a hundred years went by. Ran into you, if you ever seen the story, he tried to run from his his destiny, got into this ice storm, he was frozen alive for a hundred years, woke up the same age, and had to start right where he yeah. ended up. Mm. His ancestors like, sorry, buddy. Try it. Try again. You cannot you cannot avoid your your destiny. Yeah, or your lessons or your karma or your obstacles. You cannot, you cannot or your blessings. None of it's for you is for you, and nothing can take it away from you. So it don't matter what options you make. Because if it's a blessing that's meant to be coming towards you, it's gonna come to you whether you go left or right. Period. That is true, but I will say this. What's for you is for you, but sometimes you can fuck it up. You can prolong that. You can definitely prolong it. You're not doing the work or do for you because, again, mm -hmm. those blessings and that, you know, and that growth is for you. But if you reject it, that's where what I say free will is, you know, mm -hmm. when that's the free will because the ancestors are always going to provide. But they can lead you to the water. They can't make you drink it, though. 
So if you met, if you fucked up, like if you sabotage that good looking man that comes and he's wealthy and well rounded and loves you and just wants to pamper you and you over here like, but you too good to be true. But you don't really like me. But how many other females you talking to? You yeah. know, whoopie, 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 whoopie. He's right like, there. I really just want you to be over here telling him he don't to the point to where he start looking at your negatives. Well, like, maybe I don't. What, do, what is it about you you know that I don't know? <laughs> you know. Fucking it up. Yeah, you know what I'm you, you can, you can, And that's where the sabotage coming. So, yeah, what's for you is for you, but you can sabotage those insecurities. Well, sabotage it. You know what I'm saying? And not to say that, and you may be able to get the chance again. You may not. Right. And you got to be okay with that if you don't. Yeah. Because love and affection, I believe, is for everybody. But it may not be from where you, you might mess up the, that first person. It could have been your twin flame. And we got we, we got a lot of soulmates, but you could fuck up your twin flame situation. I know several people that met their twin flame. And because they won't do the work, you fucked it up. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Now you can't be in that connection. And, it, and it's intense as it is and how much growth you got to go through it. It is the most exhilarating and the most fulfilling, you know what I'm saying, feeling that you can have with another person. Mm -hmm. I can promise you that. You know what I'm saying? And a lot of people will miss out on that because mm -hmm. of your insecurities, because you're making decisions based, you know what I'm saying, based off of your insecurities. Getting yeah. back to the wrong person because you know you're in love with this person, but this person got the money. You know what I'm saying? And your daddy told you that you were supposed to be with this person because your daddy and mama talk thinking about your stability. But and you that's another thing you have to realize. Your insecurities a lot of times ain't even your voice. It's the voice of other people. Your, it can be the kids at school. It can be your brothers, your siblings. It can be your parents, your, your grand ego. It is not your voice. A lot of those times you thought you could sing until someone told you you couldn't sing. Yep. And that's why you're insecure in your voice. So you know, you thought you were beautiful until someone said you were ugly just because they thought they were ugly. It wasn't even the truth. It was just their reflection of their selves they was trying to put on you. But you go your whole life with that with that thought and that label and now that's who you are you know in reality that was never you and it never the only reason it became you is because you accepted that title. Yep. All facts. All facts. Since you said singing, I, I deflected that as a child. I was out when I was in high school. Any anybody, if anybody from LAG is watching, there was a teacher. His name is Mr. Reberg, Ramon Reberg, RIP, my nigga. <laughs> but Mr. Reberg hated my guts, boy. I do not know what, what that man had against me and why, but he did not like me. And he felt like I was one of the most untalented singers ever in my year of high school. I don't know what it was and why, but he did not like me. But instead of that discouraging me, it kind of motivated me. Because he told he told my um, my mom could vouch. One um, what do they what do they call them? Um, parent teacher night. Mm -hmm. he came to parent teacher night. Told to my mom, and I'll flat out told her, your daughter can't sing. <laughs> you know, say flat out. And, and you know, yeah, flat out. But you know what? I think my mom's response is what um, would help me with, you know, what I'm saying with that insecurity because she says, okay, that may be your opinion, but the reason why she's in the school is for you to teach her. Oh, so you're not just gonna sit, you know what I'm saying? Right. Like, and here's another thing. And too. are you good at your job or not? 
Right. <laughs> that part. <laughs> that part. So that gave me a level, just a level of confidence on that because I wouldn't have made it here if, you know what I'm saying, if I didn't have something. And the mm -hmm. point of me coming to the school is for you to develop that. So right. I can get better. There was hope for me to get better and whatnot. Long story short, I took his class as an elective. During that parent-teacher conference, that was an elective I was taking in um, my freshman year because I really wanted to be a vocal major. I got in as an art major, but I really, really wanted to sing. So I took an extra class freshman year, and I passed his class. So with all me not being talented and can't sing, I sung on pitch at the um, at the concert. Thank you. I, got a B, I got a B plus in your class. Yeah. You didn't fail me. So I went to the dean at the time when I retook the test to try to get into um, vocal for um, sophomore year. Guess what? Failed the test. F failed the audition again. But when I went to Miss Fleischer, she was like, oh, you took, you're in Mr. Reberg's class. I was like, yes. She was like, what did you get? I said, I got a B plus. Okay. You'll be, you will be in V103 sophomore year. So the very person who told me that I wasn't talented was the very reason why I even got in the vocal department in the first place. Exactly. He motivated me to try harder. I even took his class. You think I can't sing. So maybe if I take your class, you know what I'm saying? And I meet your standards, then clearly I'm on point. That's how I took that. You know what I'm saying? So let's start teaching because i was a kid you know what i'm saying and i didn't overly tell my mom about him and all the other jazz but you know what i'm saying talk to your children about that to try to allow some of that stuff because you can't you don't get to uh dictate how other people feel and what you know and what a lot of things that go on but tell, make sure you teach them to turn to transmute i'm gonna use your word the there you go transmute you know what i'm saying that negative that negative energy into into manifesting what you want and to be able to recognize when someone is just speaking negativity into their life and when not to receive it, teaching them to use their discernment yes. on what's truth and for them and what's not, you know, Absolutely. like when kids, they come home and so-and-so said this, teach them and that, you know, that's not you. And, that's you know, do you, we should start teaching our children rather than matching energies or, you know, an eye for an eye stand on a higher path where no matter what someone says, it doesn't shake them emotionally because they know it's not true. That's right. My mom said this. My dad said this. Every That's morning right. I look in the mirror and my mommy has me doing affirmations. So I already told myself I was beautiful today. I already told myself I was going to have a great day at school and that I was smart and intelligent. You know, if you teach okay. your children how to do affirmations in the morning when they brushing their little teeth and getting their face washed and stuff, you'd have a lot less of them coming home being affected by what the other kids said. Because they've already spoke that life into themselves on top of what life you speak into them. That's right. I, I a thousand percent agree. This is why, you know, coming out with that I am affirmations, children. Speaking uh, of, yes. And we working out the we working out all the kinks. I know y'all been waiting on it, but it's a coming. And that is so true. You gotta teach that at home because you don't get to control the the world. Mm. You don't get to control those children. You know what I'm saying? You don't know what those other parents are going through. You know what I'm saying? They don't may not have parents like, you know what I'm saying, you're a parent. And those children. That that's how they communicate. 
Kids communicate through acting out. If there's something wrong with them, the only way they can tell you there's something wrong is by acting out. So that's where bullying comes from. I had one of my bullies reach out to me a few years ago. She bullied me my whole senior year. I was big. I was bullied all the way to my senior year. And she was the final one. So I started, you know, like she kind of taught me, look, first off, you have my size, lady. Like, what we not going to do? But... She reached out to me a few years ago and apologized. She was like, I'm sorry, I was a hard girl just trying to, you know, reflect, project that. She's like, I'm sorry for the way that I treated you. And I was like, and I received that and accept that apology, you know, whether it been yesterday or 10 years ago. Like, thank you for that. So that's, that's powerful. Yeah. yeah. So we need more of that. Mm -hmm. We need more of that because they're just hurt kids. And mm -hmm. it's bad. You know what I'm saying? Because they don't, they haven't been taught how to express that in a healthy way. You know and I, mean? I appreciated her being able to hold herself accountable. Because that's a lot to be able to not talk to somebody for 10 years. And, and randomly say that? Up like, hey, that's you facts. remember when I was effed up towards you? Yeah, I'm sorry mm -hmm. about that. Yeah, most people will try to act like it never happened. And if right. you bring it up, and if you bring it up, oh, that was years ago. You still right. on that list and all that stuff, not understanding that how traumatic that possibly was. Right. You don't know right. how your negative energy affects people. Mm -hmm. you know, especially children, you know, when y'all mm -hmm. world developing and, you know, getting to figure out ourselves. But that's because our, us as parents, we teach, we do a terrible job at teaching our children the different environments and upbringings and cultures of other children. So like little Indian children, you know, the, the scent of their food comes out in their bodies, you know, or for, you know, melanin children like my daughter a lot of her children she's one of their first black classmates and she's usually the only little melanin girl or one of few melanin girls you know and so i love that her and her friends they are very open and understanding when it comes to you know the different cultures and stuff of each other and like being mindful of you know not offending each other but for like when i was growing up like even the my white teachers they didn't know how to handle you know the so the civil rights the civil rights topic in school so when the kids went being racist and i'm running out of class crying they didn't know what to say for the situation you know they just kind of staring so i think it's important that we teach our children um to be open-minded to different cultures, different lifestyles, different ethnicities, different ways of living, you know, because your children more than likely these days gonna have classmates with two moms, two dads, three moms, you know, Polly's up and rising again, you know, you never know. So it's like, you don't want them to think that they're weird or that another person's weird simply because they don't have the same life, you know? respect we need to teach each, we need to teach each other respect and exactly I, I blame religion on that because religion makes us believe that that's the way, true. I, the way we do things is the right way so if we're doing it the right way you're doing it the wrong way mm. i don't agree with that you need to allow people to do what they do as long as you treat me you know what i'm saying in, in a healthy manner when i'm around you and you then it shouldn't matter what you do behind closed doors is your business now right. if you are a religious person and you like i know there was a friend of mine in high school. We were all, we were cool all the way up until she got right with God. <laughs> Straight up. When she got right with God, the whole, you know, you're supposed to be, you're not, you're unequally yoked. You're not supposed to really deal with people that are in the world and all that jazz. And again, cool. Can't knock what you got going on. But 
that hurt my feelings as a kid. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because I, I had always been conscious the whole time through high school because my mom got with her man when I was in junior high school. So I entered into high school conscious or at least on the road to consciousness. So I was never a Christian. I wasn't a Christian the day I met her. So, <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? It's not like we was switch, we switched up in high school. Nah, I had never been a Christian. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But we weren't talking about those things. It was straight off of energy. Like I said, when you meet somebody and it's, you know what I mean? So I was a cool person. I was a, a great friend. We used to, we actually used to cut school together. You know what I'm saying? I, you know, and I wasn't doing what she was doing, but you know, I was there with her to make sure everything was all right, you know, type situation. But it took her to get, you know, to honestly put positivity in her life because that's what religion is supposed to be. But somehow that made me negative. You see what I'm saying? So, and that's not true. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? That I didn't, I didn't change at all. You were just now aware, you know what I'm saying? Of something about me. So yeah, now it wasn't no beef or nothing crazy like that, but you know, that changed our relationship and you know, I'm emotional. So that bothered me for a while. Mm -hmm. I'm saying so, but so yeah, respect is the thing. Having respect for other people, allowing them to live their lives or whether they're Understanding it's not got nothing to do with you. Yeah, just you don't like it, don't be around it. Absolutely. And another thing, don't judge nothing that you don't know about. Mm -hmm. Don't accept judgment. If you're not a Muslim, you don't you can't speak on what Islam is about. Just because you see shit on TV, just because you you know read unless you know a Muslim and you don't live there, you know, you don't know. Right, but yeah, the things that we do as Americans and all that, you know what I'm saying? Like speaking about the Muslim thing, they they talk about how the women got to cover themselves and how that's a form of oppression. You know, they're not allowed to do this. Well, guess what? They think we're all whores. (laughs) Are they right? Are 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 they right? You see what I'm saying? Are they right? Are we all harlots and you know what I'm saying and loose women? Because we, you know what I'm saying? Because we show our skin, because that's how they that's how they believe. Are they right? No, they're not. So then we shouldn't have them saying snap judgments. If they choose to cover their bodies, that's not a bad thing. You're muted. You muted. You're going mad hard right now. We hear you, we feel the energy. We can't hear you. <laughs> this is gonna be great. You are going in right now. We can't <laughs> <laughs> You, we could, we felt it. I seen it. And it just... I don't know why I keep muting my mic, but yes, I said basically, you know, in reality, they got a point. You know, if your eyes is the only point that you can see, then you don't have to worry about a man coming at you with lustful energy because your thighs and and butt cheeks and titties is hanging out. You know, or we probably wouldn't have this me too issue. We probably wouldn't have this me too issue exactly because you wouldn't have to worry about the man because men gonna get aroused and the more basic men and don't take nothing to get them aroused. So you know, (laughs) maybe we wouldn't have insecurities if all women were covered up. Thought about that. Maybe I wouldn't care how skinny you are and you care how thick I am. You know what I'm saying? If we were all wrapped up. Fact. See how that can solve some of our problems? I mean, even though in my, my uh, I still want to be thick in my robe. No, no, I'm, I can think oh, it. <laughs> but my uh, thing is to think about the issues that but you're saying, yeah. mm. we always talking about. We Right now, insecurities and sabotage. Thinking about how we look. Why? This is why in school, in elementary school, we wear uniforms. 
That was the point of that. So everyone looks the same. Everybody is uniform. So yeah, this parent might be able to afford, you know what I'm saying, Gucci and this, this, that, and the third, and blah, 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 blah. And this, everyone is on the same level playing field in school, you know what I'm saying, wearing, you know, a uniform. Mm-hmm. We can say the same thing for adults. You would not be worried about what another female looked like if everybody was covered up. So it wouldn't be based off of how a, it would literally be, be your eyes and your mm-hmm. energy. Because all you can see is that your one girl, she had the TikTok, she said, energy. Mm-hmm. That girl on TikTok, she said, My biggest flex is that my husband married me and only saw my eyes up until after our wedding day. Like, and I was like, you know what? That is a flex because very much women walking around stressing about how they look every day and head to toe and all he worried about his eyes. That's it. Because in reality, you can see into his soul through the eyes. That's the gateway. So you really, all you need is the eyes to be able to see if you're dealing with a truthful person, a deceitful person, someone with good intentions or bad intentions and to listen you know, and feel what they saying. You only need the mouth and the eyes. You don't need That's nothing it. else to determine if someone's good for you or not. That's a fact. So just based off of that, sounds like we might want to take some notes from them. Yeah. It may solve some of these issues we got. Mm-hmm. And then I can say the same thing on the other side. There mm-hmm. are possibly women over who do feel Which- oppressed, wish that they can have the choice to do something. So guess what? Mama, you can do that. Mm-hmm. It's All about we doing do is be ourselves and show them, you know what I'm saying, that it can be done because there are healthy ways to do that. Because again, I, I don't just completely cover myself. I'm from Africa, straight up. I need raw. I need raw. I know, I need the sun. You know what I'm saying? That's so, really the only reason I don't really ever care if somebody compliments me. But my, my body just don't want clothes on it. I want to actually feel the skin on my body. Like point, I mean, the sun on my body, you know? Like it's a very I, simple situation. I know I'm from Africa, and I know if I was home, it would just my all the bottom would be oh. covered, and my titties would be swinging, and nobody would have a problem. <laughs> if I can have it that way, I promise you, I would. It's gonna be that way. Well, I can't wait. I, so I can't wait because I'm serious. I don't want neighbors. Yeah, these are bottles. Like I'm gonna need the world to get 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 with it. These are bottles, okay? They only want something else when I choose to. Right. Outside of that, my niggas, there are bottles. I mean, yeah, like yeah, men get to walk around with their nipples showing all the right, time. Right, right. It's not fair. Y'all want us right. to wear a hot ass sweaty they sports bra? They just sexy like our titties are sexy, but you know we right. I hands to myself, so my goddamn it. Keep... But we're also saying it's not good for like bras because you know your nipples are swollen. Oh, we got a third party in there. Okay. Well, well yeah, we I look. Bros <laughs> like yo, they actually saying bras ain't good for you because it allows your nipples, and it's that's. Small yep, and that's another thing, you know, because they get weak. So then your 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 boot, your breasts get dependent on bras, and the gravity stops doing its job because it's resting all day in bras. And maybe that's possibly why people be talking about, you know, babies can't latch on. You got all these issues with breastfeeding, and that's possible. There's also been that's been a, a lead to cancer too. They've been saying they've been putting shit in bras. You know what I'm saying? Right. Different type of kept, yeah. They was this was going. This is going on for, for a, a couple. Oh my years, gosh! My a couple of years had a ago, revelation. I saw a lot, I saw oh. a lot of coverage on that. They Google just it. start tingling like that was truth. Like all oh, all those poor titties that went through cancer. Google it. There was apps. There was there was a study, and there was the people who was bringing it out. But you know how they do stuff like that. They gotta they gotta take away because you know 
you know the bra and people gonna yeah. stop buying bra exactly people are gonna stop buying bra and then you know what well, else not but that's not the bigger picture the bigger picture is if that's really a serious thing then that means that would be a notice an obvious notice in the decrease of breast cancer so then that's going to be an obvious you know deduction not in the breast cancer in the research so let donation. me tell you something i will be suing the oh yeah uh, let me find because Yo, I would be suing the hell out of yeah, what plain text. Oh, you know what I'm saying? All the niggas like uh, probably every Walmart bra, because I still you know don't trust Walmart. You know, so they, they couldn't I mean, handle lawsuits. Be... They couldn't handle they couldn't handle lawsuits. No, they'd all be out of business. You're they right. Business, and that's what they can do. Loss of life and loss of finance. They can't fuck with that. Mm -mm. Yeah, now we tried to do it in it's after what we <laughs> But all right, well, we're gonna yeah, end it there. Yeah. We I think we get the point. Your insecurities, you know what I'm saying, yeah. will sabotage and fuck up your life. So let's stop doing that. Right. Believe in yourself. You know what you're capable of, and if you don't know, find out. Because everybody is capable of something. You are here for a purpose, and you will everyone is here for a purpose. Find it. Hitler, Hitler served his purpose. He did. Make it equal. And it don't have to be great. It don't your great. It could be as simple as you going to a little girl and telling her how pretty her dress is. And you don't know that that little girl just thought she was the ugliest thing in the world because she's being bullied at school. And you, a random stranger coming and telling her that changes her whole mind and confidence to what the, she gets the confidence to want to go and be president one day. And then one day that's the first woman president. And her the confidence to do that all stems from you coming and compliment her. That's still a great path. That's still greatness. Absolutely. You know, it doesn't have to be direct. And a lot of us, myself included, we carry all this stress and weight on us. Like someone told us that we really had to like take care of the whole world or that we really had. Like, I know my mission is great, but I don't know exactly to the extent of how many people I'm supposed to reach. It may be a lot. It's probably a lot. But, you know, no one told me that I could every day just enjoy the people that day that I do come across and then. 50 years from now, you know, look up and know it was a million people rather than stressing and trying to tell yourself, oh, it's got to be a million people. This is, you know, because then that's a, that sets yourself up for insecurities as well, as well, because if you're planning something that's not in your plan, in your divine plan, and then you didn't over here and built yourself up for this whole life that, that spirit didn't even intend for you to have, and you don't get it because it's not intended for you to have it, but now you feel bad about yourself. And in reality, you was chasing something that wasn't for you. Let it go. <laughs> you know? I feel like everything is a redirection. So mm -hmm. if something, quote unquote, fails or doesn't work out, that means it wasn't for you. It has nothing to do with who you are as a person. Doesn't mean that you suck or you don't have a purpose or, you know, something wrong with you. That's just not what you are supposed to do. And again, mm -hmm. we got free will, so we're trying to fit. We're trying to figure this out. So we may make the wrong turn. That's what the universe, ancestors, God, whatever you want to call it, is there for. So if you're going left, or a disaster happens left, and it makes you have to cut through the trees to go right, don't be mad because you had to cut through the trees and go through all that. Said, just be glad that you did not get blown left, and you got the opportunity to make it right. That's right. what you got to focus on. And right, I'm talking, exactly. I'm talking to myself.
I'm, I'm, I'm talking to myself. We're preaching to the choir. Yeah, because it, it, this be this, this sounding real great when I'm talking to it like this, but when I be in my feelings. You be, I'm telling you. Uh, be the worst. Not necessarily. I can. Oh, period, because that's the energy. <laughs> I can go out covered with head to toe like Mother Teresa and still get hollered at. I feel it's not that all men are taught to respect us, or if they were, they changed not by not respecting boundaries. They are visual creatures, but that doesn't make it right. And this goes back, but this goes back to it starts with you raising your children. So if you have little boys that you were raising, yes, just like it's my job to just teach my daughter and my daughters i've always taught her to be herself so we there's a very fine boundary when it comes to me telling her what to wear and i respect that because her intentions is never to show her body but i have to you know teach her just to prepare for the energy that we're wearing certain things would bring you know like you're not going to get the 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 energy you probably want from the little boys at school, if you're wearing that, they're going to be annoying and pestering you because you got a pretty dress on, you know? And so that's the same for people with little boys. Like you have to teach little boys, little girls, no matter what they're wearing, no matter how that little girl makes you feel, if that little girl doesn't want you to touch her or to be around her or, you know, then you have to give her that. It doesn't matter what, what your guy is talking about. If she says no, then that means no. If she says leave me alone, it means leave me alone. You know? That's true. That goes into... That has to be taught. And here's another thing. Women, we have to reinforce that. Because I promise you, men who do stuff like that have gotten away with it before. Mm -hmm. They have been allowed to behave that way. So that's why in their mind, it's cool. You got to check that at the door. And here's another thing. If you're a beautiful person, let's say energy, you can be wrapped up like a mummy. But if you exuding that love energy and all that stuff, even the way you dress, that would attract people. Mm-hmm. It, you, that, that, it almost looked like you're going to heal them if they're around you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So they will still holler, they will still holler at you because in their mind, they might want to need your healing. They might want to need that good juju. You know what I'm saying? There's different ways and reasons why people are attracted to you and want you in their life. It doesn't necessarily yeah. always got to be about Well, sex. that's why there's how, how many different types of genders, you know, like sapiosexual. Sapiosexual is someone that's just, that, that's attracted to simulate conversation. You know? You have, yep, you'll talk about, the you know, the science and the quasars and the stars and have they hold, have them hard as hell the whole time they're talking to you. Yeah, because I tell you, I love to nerd out with somebody. Absolutely. But it's, 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 at the end of the day, it's still your energy. And I'm going to tell you, I can only speak for myself. I have a thing with me. Okay. So like I said, I I do half cover. So if the girls, you know what I'm saying, are saying hello, the bottom half of my body is completely covered. So you can't see my thighs, my legs, or nothing like that. If the girls, you know, and just the cleavage, I don't just be having my titties out. But they're kind of big, so they do what they do. If, <laughs> if I decide to have my legs and my thighs and all that, if I wear some shorts, then I'm going to make sure the shirt that I have on, you know what I'm saying, is completely covering this. I can't, I'm not just going to give you all, you know what I'm saying, all now side because I live in Macon, Georgia. It's hot as fuck out here in the summertime. And to be quite honest, I can care less about what nobody else is thinking, feeling, you know what I'm saying, getting a heart on or none of that. I'm hot. I'm not about to sit here and be uncomfortable because. 
you can't you don't want them. yourself. Yeah, because you don't know what it is to see a beautiful woman in your in your way. I don't know what to tell you. I put out the energy of thank you for the energy, but don't touch. I have right. never you. I've never had an issue with anybody trying to touch me. Anybody? Now, don't get me wrong. You got being appreciative. You can be appreciative. Yeah, people are a little friendly since COVID has been a little different. But down south, people are a little bit friendly. You know, if a man, they'll come up. They'll come up next to you. They'll put your arm around you. I've had a you know a few of those, but I've never had anybody to really grab my breasts or grab my ass or well i don't have that for them to grab so you know come up to me and grab me behind my waist and i never had nobody do you know what i'm saying because honestly i don't give off that energy no matter what i'm wearing i don't give forth that you know what i'm saying sometimes we can you don't you don't think you got that i call it the I, ocean energy. I know, you don't I think you got ocean energy yeah. but you do and you and it's oozing out of your pores and Whether you don't you know it or not and whether you, right, so understanding the gas is important. Yeah, that's why knowing who you are is important. So then you know how your energy, you know, relates to other people. So that you don't get all butterfly every time a man compliments you, because in yeah. reality, if you know that 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 you know that's your energy, then you could be set with a lot of traps every yeah. day. You know, <laughs> you don't know how to say, okay, this is just because I got good energy. He don't, you know, he's attracted lustfully to me and be able to understand and respect that, see that, like you, we could avoid a lot of heartache and stuff. Absolutely. As men and women, if we were able to discern when someone is purely lusting after our, our good energy, you know? I think we know, but because of our insecurities and we be wanting the love and we be wanting that type of attention, we kind of look away from that and don't see that as a red flag. Mm -hmm. and again, understanding your energy is really important because I had an issue long, 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 long time ago. You know what I'm saying? Where I, there was a guy that I was dating. It wasn't serious, but you know what I'm saying? I'm a one like Erica Badu, I'm a whole lot of woman, but I'm not enough to divide my pot. I don't need to deal with more than one person at, the, at a time. And it don't matter free will or not. That's just not me. As long as, as a man, especially if it's just a sexual thing, as long as you handle your business, that's all I need you to do. Right, exactly. I don't need four, two, three, four niggas. Nah, just, just handle your business and we good. You know what I'm saying? But this one particular situation, I had to somewhere, you know what I'm saying? And I wasn't around him for a long time. And I was craving him, you know what I'm saying? But I was listening to highly sexual songs. I think I was listening to, sorry guys, R. Kelly was popping back then. He ain't get locked up or nothing like that. So <laughs> I, was <listening> <laughs> I was listening to R. Kelly. I think Trey Songs was out back then. I think this is when Trey Songs first came out with his sex joints. And he was really, you know, yeah, I was listening to all that. Every time I would leave the house, every time I was on a bus, every time I was working out, I was just listening to sex songs. Mm -hmm. So it was just But that's all they had put out for us. So that's what they did to us. You wasn't just listening to it. That's what was out. That's what was all over the radios. That's what was popular. Like I could dig it. So yeah. I, I could dig it, but I I didn't do that was my lesson because I've never had that whole oh I made a mistake. I was drunk and I ain't never had sex with nobody that I did not want to have sex with. I don't give a fuck how intoxicated. I don't understand when people say that shit. Right. I personally feel right. like that's bullshit. Right. I've never been in a situation where I had sex with somebody that I didn't want to. Yeah. I was just so in Well, I mean, I can't say facts, but you know, in reality, as an adult, facts. 
Yeah, like for me that regardless, for me, I can't I've never been that fucked up. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Where I yeah, I've that, that's never happened to me. But like I said, I was in that energy. So again, at the time we weren't serious, so that's why what happened happened and whatnot. But that's not really I didn't want him. I wanted somebody else. But that energy was so strong and I was putting it out there and he caught it. So now after that, and like I said, it was a long time ago, but I'm very mindful about that now because yeah, you know, this is how mistakes happen. And, and, and yeah, I don't got time for none of that. Mm -hmm. so I'm very mindful of that, but okay. We're going to get out of here. <laughs> yeah, you guys, I'm hungry now. Sister. I'm like, okay, sis, the food done. I want to eat, but I love you guys. I love y'all. But I'm going to see y'all in two more days, so it's really okay. Yes, ma'am. So tell them where to find you. You guys, we got our link trees, but Instagram at the energy model. Um, TikTok at the energy model. Um, Facebook at Misha's Love Tribe or Misha Alfred. And then... Um, I think that covered all of it. My email is MishaTillingLove at gmail.com. And yeah, Linktree, screenshot that. If you're not using your phone and you have an extra phone, you can take a picture of that real quick. We'll leave it up for about 10 seconds. And then after that, yeah, you guys catch me here, like I said, from here on out, Tuesdays and Thursdays at 8 a.m. No, 9 a.m. Just kidding. All right. Yep, 9 a.m. I have to fix the flyer for next time. But yes, you're going to catch us here every Tuesday and Thursday at 9 a.m. We're going to kick it in the morning so, you know, Misha can make them coins, you know what I'm saying? She's going to bring them love coins, you know what I'm saying, in the building. All right. So I also have a link tree as well. This is how you can find everything, inspiration, everything that has to do with Plump Queen, everything that has to do with Inspire Media. Uh, we also have our apparel line on there, Be Inspired Apparel. So, Yes, like she said, screenshot, scan this QR code. This is how you can find everything that we got going on. All right. Make sure you go to Walmart, get you your Roku TV or your Roku Fire Stick, and make sure you download Amspire Media Network because that's where you're going to get all of this inspiration. We're doing this different so we can get y'all on out of here. So that's how we do it. We have several <laughs> podcasts. <laughs> I, I was on mute again. I'm dying laughing. Okay. So we definitely have, we want to help you grow your businesses for businesses who, you know what I'm saying, want to advertise on our podcast. We have a whole digital marketing team that supports you in all of your projects so that you can achieve all of your objectives. All right. Make sure you hit us up. Contact us at our email, inspirecontent999 at yahoo.com, or you can call us at 718, no, 478-318-6933. I don't know why I transferred to New York just then. I don't know what that was about. Sorry. I'll say it again, 478-318-6933. Yes. All right. That is all we have for you guys this evening. We love, love, love y'all. Yeah. Uh, next Thursday, I'm going to tell y'all a little bit about my business. I had a dilemma. I won't say a dilemma. I had a lesson that I needed to learn. And um, yeah, I'm going to tell y'all about it. And it's going to go, it has to deal with childhood traumas and all that. And I'm going to peel down these ladies with y'all and y'all can help me continue to heal from these issues. All right. Yeah. So I'm, I'm going to lay myself bare 
just a little bit, just just a little bit next on, on Thursday. So I love, love, love y'all. We love you all. Thank you for tuning in. We'll see y'all Thursday. Peace. Mm -hmm.